Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. So, hey, I'm going to wrap up. You know, we've done all the purpose statements, done all four purpose statements. So today's message kind of ties it all together and we'll be done. Okay. Uh, following Sunday, next Sunday is Mother's Day. Just want to throw that out there. Okay. Let that land where it needs to land. Amen. So uh, don't let that sneak up on you. So uh, uh, blessed to have Reba Russell here next Sunday for that. So uh, but I don't want to wrap up the purpose statements today. And I simply titled the message readiness. Readiness. So the definition of readiness, a state of being fully prepared for something, willingness to do something. The quality to begin immediately, quick, or prompt. So what is readiness for God? It's a good question. Simply means having the right relationship to God and having the knowledge of where I am. The right relationship with God and the knowledge to know where I am. Psalm 119, 105 says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I meet people all the time that are always worried about the path and about finding what God has for them. But if you ask them, where are you right now in your relationship with the Lord, they don't know. See, friends, sometimes the important thing is not knowing what he has because he has but where you are today. If you'll figure out from God where you are, where your feet are, where your heart is, then and only then can he create you, prepare you, and send you. We're so so eager to get out. Yesterday, Kentucky Derby, they put them 20 horses in that gate and pull them, they gone. That's how we are sometimes. We get in the gate. We shut it. We're like, go, God, go. Show me. I'm going to go. God's like, you don't even know you're in the gate. You're so excited to get that mile and a quarter going that you don't even know you're in the gate. And what I always encourage young people, especially, listen to me. The greatest thing you can do is sit with the Father and know right where you are. But listen to me. God says that only he knows a man's heart. See, sometimes a man's intent is not a man's heart. They can be eager for God, but selfish in their heart. They can want God to be lifted up, but what their heart really wants lifted up is them. That's not what he's after. He wants you to figure out where you are first, and then he'll light his path. He'll light your path. I want you to see a a, a biblical example of this 
in the Word of God. Go to Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. The gentleman's name is Moses. Pretty big deal. Let's see what Moses, how God used Moses and show you this example. Exodus chapter 3. I'm going to begin in verse 3. I'm just going to read 3, 4, and 5. Exodus 3, 3. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. We need to see some things. Moses' reply in this text to God revealed that he knew where he was and that he was ready. He knew where he was and he was ready. When God speaks, too many of us are like people in a fog. We don't, we don't answer. We don't answer at all. John 10, 27 says, my sheep, they hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. So when God speaks, it's not a question as, does God speak? God says, I will speak. The question is, are you sheep? Because if you don't hear, if you say, I, I never heard God speak. Mm. He says, I speak and my sheep hear me. So I want to say something without trying to sound rude or mean. If you can't hear God, maybe it's because you don't know God. Or another step further would be that God doesn't know you. Because God says that he will speak and the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives in you will hear me. That you will know, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. So if God speaks and he does, nobody in here would say God doesn't speak. God does speak. He speaks all the time. But too many times we're like people in a fog when God speaks, we don't answer. We don't say anything. Basically, what we do is ignore. How many of you in here like to be ignored? If your child was doing something and you said something to them and they just kept on doing it, didn't acknowledge you, didn't look at you, didn't pay any attention to you. How red would you be? You'd be pretty red, wouldn't you? You'd be like, they're about to arrest me. Watch this. They're about to arrest me. I mean, you don't want to be ignored. So let's look at the definition of ignored, and this will probably tell you why you don't want to be ignored. To refuse 
to show that you hear or see something or someone. To do nothing about or in response to something or someone. So I said, hmm. So basically, when we ignore, we simply say this. I don't. I, you, basically, I don't see you. I don't hear you. I, I, don't, I don't even know if you exist. Now, I want you to see something. If God says he will speak, and he does, and he speaks to us through his spirit, but we ignore him. Are we really saying you don't exist? Those are bad tennis shoes to have on, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to be in a position where the father speaks and you ignore him. You don't want to be there. See, my concern is that we've got a church, not, not like this church, but I'm talking about the little church, about people, the little church. We've got the church that is so earthly busy, they're no heavenly good. That, see, what happened in Exodus chapter 3 is simply this. God sets a bush on fire. All right? It's burning, but it's not burning up. Moses, he's a busy cat. He looks, he says, I just want to see this thing that's happening. When he stops, turns, and looks, the bush speaks. The bush represents the presence of God. So God in his presence wants to speak. When we gather for worship, God, we pray God's presence is with us. There is no doubt at all that when we gather, God speaks. When you have a quiet time, God's presence is there. When you're just walking with the Father, sitting with the Father. For some of us, we can be doing natural things in life, and, and we, we are in the presence of God because we're walking with him. And God speaks. But here's a question. Are we so busy that we say, I see that bush, it's on fire, that's legit. That bush is on fire. I see it. But listen, God, this is a bad season for me. I'm busy. You just have no idea. I got three kids. They're going to drive me crazy. I, don't have, I can't do anything. You, you're just going to have to go speak to somebody else. You're going to have to take this bush to somebody else's front yard because I can't do this right now. But God, once this season's over in my life, I'll acknowledge that bush. I'll hear you and I'll do it. Are you a person of ready? Are you a person of ready? Jesus Christ expects to do with us just as the Father did with him. He can put us wherever he wants to put us because our union with him is the same as our union with the Father, that they may be one just as we are one. You see, my concern is that the Father, we know the Father, and we know the Father speaks because he says in his word, he will speak. 
The Lord wants to speak. The Lord is speaking. The Holy Spirit says, I've come to speak. I want to show you things now and things to come. So the Father, through the Holy Spirit, is speaking. But is his children too busy, too distracted, too much going on, too, too, too much, their life's too big that they don't, they don't even acknowledge the Father? Now, now, you wouldn't if I came up to you and said, hey, when's the last time you ignored God? Oh, I just do it all the time because I'm busy right now. I ain't got no time for God. I ignore him. I'll deal with him later. No one's going to tell me or anybody I just ignore God. But when God speaks and we're, we don't move, how does he read that? The father reads that as like, they just ignored me. They just ignored me. Listen to me. He wants to speak, and he does speak. The question is not whether God is speaking. The question is, are you ready? Are you a people ready to respond to God? Be ready for the sudden surprise visit of God. You see, a ready person never needs to get ready. He is ready. I want to say that again. The ready person never needs to get ready. He is ready. How many times in your life has God spoken to you in an area and you said, God, I'm, I'm just not ready right now? I'm just not ready right now. Or how many times has God spoken to you and you said, God, I need you to speak. I need you to speak. I need you to speak. And he speaks. And then you say, oh, I got to go get ready. God spoke. He wants me to go do that. And we spend all of our time getting ready after God speaks when he says, be ready before I speak. We got to be a people that's ready for God. He says, be ready in and out of season. Listen to me. You're going to walk into a place this week, and God is going to speak to you and say, speak to this person, speak to that person, speak to that person. Give that person a word. Pray for that person. I pray we're not so busy that we don't do that. I pray we're not so busy that when God says, go pray with this person, you go, oh, okay, when I get done with my lunch, I'm going to get back in my car and I'm going to get on my cell phone. I'm going to text Pastor Jeff and say, Pastor Jeff, there's a girl in this restaurant. I saw her and, and, and we need to pray for her. I'm going to text back, no, you need to pray for her. Because when the spirit moves you, that's your caboose, not my caboose. And you got to go. We got, we got to understand that we as the little church are a moving church. And that God speaks to the church. And the church can't wait to get ready after God speaks. The church has got to be ready before God speaks. He's not asking you to get ready after I speak. He's asking you to be ready before he speaks. What if Moses said to God, listen, that's cool, but I ain't ready for that. Oh, that's really cool. Let me run home because I've never seen anything like that. I'm going to go tell somebody. I'm going to go get ready because I think you're serious. Yeah, you're serious. He said, here am I. Today, are you in a position today? 
If God spoke, if God said your name, would your response be, here am I, God, here am I? Or would it be something else? Like, I'm busy. This is not a good season for me. I'm just not in a good place. Well, you see, I've been hurt, and I'm not done healing. If God speaks to you, he must believe that you're healed because he's ready to use you again. So if God believes you're healed and ready, then shouldn't you say, here am I? Because maybe the finishing work of healing you is in what he asked you to do. See, too many of us wait to be totally healed before we start again. What if he wants to heal you through the start? Sometimes, man, the best thing you can do to get better is to get out of your bed and walk. Do you ever want to get up when that nurse says you're getting up? No. You're like, I don't like you, and I am not sending you a Christmas card. <laughs> right? You don't want to step. You don't want to take that step. And when they take that little helper away, you're like, no, 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 don't take that thing away. They take it away. Why? Because if there's no pain, there is no gain. And sometimes he wants to heal and complete the healing through movement. I meet too many people that say, this is not a good season. It's not a good time. I'm not in a good place. I'm not ready yet. And God says, okay. Then I go to next because God's always got next. And that call ever comes back again because God speaks and he thinks and he believes that his church is ready to move when he speaks. A ready person never gets ready. He is ready. The question is, are you? Am I? Think of the time we waste trying to get ready once God's called us. You see, the burning bush is a symbol of everything that surrounds a person who is ready. It is on fire with the presence of God himself. See, every time God speaks, every time we're in the presence of God, he does speak. He does. The question is not, when I'm in the presence of God, does he speak? The, presence of, the, the question is, when I'm in the presence of God, what did God say? Every time. You see, when a person leaves church, the first question shouldn't be, well, what did you think about the worship? Or what did you think about the message? What did God say? What did God say today? A wife and a husband ought to ask that. You want to you iron sharpen iron? You want to rub each other and make each other more like Christ? You want to rub and see the goodness come? When you sit in the car, say, what did the Father say to you today? Rope, what did the Father say to you? No, I asked first. You go. No, you go ahead. <laughs> How many of us are doing that? We're not doing that. How would you like to worship? Kind of cold, wasn't it? It was hot. I was cold. They took my seat. I don't like the south side. I like the north side better. Colder on the north side, hotter on the south side. I mean, it's all kind of stuff that just doesn't even matter. I mean, it matters to the American church. Ooh, did I just say that? 
<laughs> I'm saying what we've got to get back to, folks, and what the church is going to be commissioned to from this day forward until the, the sky opens up is we've got to understand that it's not about gathering the gather and seeing each other, but it's gathering the gather and seeing the Lord and hearing him. And we're going to be held accountable for not how we gather, but how we hear and respond. That's going to separate the church moving forward. Little church, big church. It's not gathering and looking pretty. It's gathering and being effective. And the only way you can gather and be effective for him is if you've met in his presence and he speaks and you hear and you respond. And listen to me, the only response that God is worthy of is, here am I. There isn't another response. There isn't another. Before I came out here, the pastor, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew I was called the pastor. But what is real mm, tempting for a man that's 42 years old in what they call the prime of his life, all right? That's questionable to each person. But the prime of his life is when your senior pastor at that time says, I have connections everywhere. And I'll write a letter and put it with your resume and send it out to the big churches because you're ready. And God in your spirit says, mm -mm. I'll provide for you. I'll take care of you. You don't need man's letter on your resume to do anything. And as I walked around that big church, had a big old sidewalk, and I used to walk it all the time. And I heard God say, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. I've got a place for you. When you first hear it, you're going to doubt me. <laughs> you're going to question me. But remember that when I set that bush on fire, all I need you to do is turn and acknowledge it and simply say the only words that I want you to say. Here am I. Send me. And when they ask, who sent you? You say, I am. The great I am sent me. Folks, listen to me. God might have the Taj Mahal for you, or he might not have anything real glamorous for you. God may have a task for you that's incredible, or God might have a simple task that no one ever knows about. But when God in his presence speaks, will you please be ready? Will you get yourself ready now so you don't miss anything God has for you? So when he says your name and you know that's your bush on fire, I don't want you to look anywhere else or try to ignore it because you should never ignore God. I want you to acknowledge that bush and you simply say, here am I, send me. The church has a lot of work to do and it needs a lot of people to do it.
And some of you may not be in the most perfect season, might not be in a place right now that you think you're ready, but we need you. The church needs you. So if God has been tugging your heart and speaking to you about a certain area or something outside the church walls, will you simply say this? God, wait till I get ready. It's not a good season. It's just not good timing. You're telling God his timing is bad? That's dangerous. God has perfect timing, my friend. So you simply say, yes, sir. (laughs) No, you say, here am I, okay? So listen to me. I want us as a church to be like Moses. Because when we gather in his presence, whether it's here or somewhere else, when we gather in his presence, he's there. And when he calls your name, do not ignore him. You simply say, yes, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Send me. Get yourself ready. It's got a lot to do. Let's pray. Father, as the worship team comes up and as the altar ministry team come up, God, this is ministry time. God, I know that we've gathered in your name today. I know that your presence is in this place. And Father, as your word simply says that when your presence is here, you're here. And God, because you're here, I know you spoke. I know you said names today. And Father, I pray that if we've heard our name today or in the past and didn't answer you, we're sorry. But today, we're going to say, here am I. Send me. And so God, today, if that's you're speaking to us, may we respond. If there's something going on in our life we need prayer for, we'd come and pray. We don't be just solo on this. We don't be the lone ranger. God, we, we let somebody come and lay hands on us and agree with us and pray with us. And God, if there's a family here looking for a church home and they say, man, this is my place. This is where I want my family to be. If they'd come this morning. So God, move us by your spirit and we will be quick to say when you say our name, here am I. This is my prayer in your name. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from The Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using The Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.